Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. On the 23rd, and some people are making... Here, loading arms full of the same into their car, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. I thought we'd never get to the car with all those heavy packages you were carrying, Molly. Pile of stuff in the back seat there. Oh, dear. That's the idea. Oh. Let's see now. Have we got everything? There's the mincemeat and the cranberry. Here's the half a turkey. Half a turkey? Sure. This is for the 23rd. <laughs> I'll get another half on the 30th. <laughs> You know, that's a wonderful idea, Molly. Double holidays, two Thanksgivings, two Fourth of Julys, two Christmases. Yes. <laughs> two New Year's Days would be an awful headache, though. <laughs> Are you in, Molly? Okay, I'll drive and you hold the turkey. Oh, no. Why don't I drive and you hold the turkey? Well, it's compromise. I'll hold you and we'll let the turkey drive. <laughs> don't you get it, Molly? I says I'll hold you. It ain't funny, McGee. <laughs> Ain't why, sure, sir. McGee, that policeman over there is whistling at us. Fresh guy. We don't know him. Well, I think we're going to. Uh, so there you are. I've been waiting for you. Oh, you have, eh? Why, officer, what have we done? Don't let him kid you, Molly. We ain't done anything. <laughs> okay, little boy blue, run along and have fun with your whistle. <laughs> We've been chopping and I'm tired and we got to... Hey, John, you. Okay. And don't tell me you didn't see that sign. 20-minute parking only. Huh? This car's been here for two hours. Well, so what? We ain't tourists. We're citizens. You don't seem to realize, my red-faced friend, that you're talking to a couple of taxpayers. We're your employers. So get that number 13 brogan ears off our running board. And, and none of your impudence that I run in for resisting an officer. <laughs> Come, come. You know we couldn't resist you, officer. <laughs> you great, big, handsome... McGee, be quiet. The officer's only doing his duty. We're very sorry, Mr. Policeman. We won't do it again. Well, I'm giving you a ticket just the same. What's your name? Molly McGee. Molly Driscoll, as was. Ah, uh, Driscoll, was it? Yes. And a fine old name is Driscoll. Would you be having any Flanagans in the family? No. Uh, me mother was a hand. Why, are you a Flanagan? Uh, no, ma'am. Don't know who, and that's the truth entirely. Uh, me mother was O'Sullivan. Oh. Hey, what is this, a pinch or a wake? <laughs> Donahue. Donahue, Donahue. Now, where have I heard that name before? Oh, heavenly days. Aren't you the officer, Donahue, that was after having his picture in the paper for holding up traffic whilst the cat was carrying her little kittens across the street? <laughs> I was that. Hey, that it was a lovely thing to do. Ah, it was nothing at all at all. Ah, yes, it was. It was a sweet and charitable act. And it's proud I am to talk to such a kind and thoughtful gentleman as Officer Donahue. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on with your bloody now. And, and seeing that you're a lover of animals like myself, I'm going to let this off easy this time. Oh. But after this, watch them parking signs, Colleen. Now take your father and run along. <laughs> Her father. I'm her husband. And what's Maybe. more, and what's more, I don't care if you stop traffic for fifty thousand, Dad, dreaded pussycat. 
To me, you're just 200 pounds of hot air going through a tin whistle. Oh, is that so? Yes, that's so. Well, just for that, me bucko, I'm giving you the ticket. Oh, you... dear, oh, dear. I guess you don't know who I am, bud. I'm Trevor McGee. No. Yes, he is, officer. In person. Well, fancy that now. That'll get him. I wonder if it would be presuming too much to ask you for your autograph. Oh. Huh? Oh, no, no, I guess not. <laughs> Forget and forgive, that's my motto. <laughs> Where do you want me to sign, Si? Right on the bottom of this parking ticket. I can see that it's paid in 24 hours. I have come after you. Now beat it to both of you. That's the dead My father. Where does he get that my Heavenly father? Heavenly days, McGee. Why did you have to butt in whilst I was smushing the policeman? Oh. I had him talked out of giving us a ticket. Now well. you got to pay $2. Oh, no, I don't. Not me. Why not? Not with my connections. I don't pay any chiseling traffic fine like that there. I'm going to get the ticket fixed. Now, that's the wrong attitude, dearie. You violated an ordinance, and you got to pay the fine. Well, everybody else violates it, too. Why pick on me? Anyway, I don't pay it. My pals in the city hall will fix this up in 15 minutes. And what's more, I'll get that cop's job. Oh, now, Mr. I'll have him transferred so far out in the sticks, he'll have to walk his beat with an Indian guide. Here's the city hall. <laughs> Gotta get them brakes fixed. Come on in and watch how I handle this, Mrs. McGee. You'll get a new idea of my importance in this town. Well, that's fine. I never did like the old one. <laughs> Who do you know in the city hall, dearie? Why, I know everybody. From the mayor on down to the doorman here. Hi, Markowitz. My name's Hipplefinger. Markowitz ain't been here for three years. Well, I hope the rest of your connections are more up-to-date, dearie. <laughs> Don't worry, they are. That connection putting her cell dead. <laughs> Come on, we'll take the elevator up to the mayor's office. Hey, elevator man, which floor is the mayor's office on? Second floor. Oh, hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Glad to see you. <laughs> hello, Mr. Oldtimer. My husband wants to see the mayor about fixing a traffic ticket. <laughs> well, he didn't have no right giving me this ticket. The trouble with cops is they don't realize that arresting an influential citizen is like shopping for grapefruit. You pinch them today and they spit in your eye tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I hit it. The way I hit it, one lamb chop says to t'other lamb chop, Say, he says, Why are you wearing them paper pants? Ain't you heard, says t'other lamb chop? We always dress for dinner here. <laughs> All right, folks, face the front of the car, please. Going up. Second floor, fire commissioner, health commissioner, park commissioner, school commissioner, tax commissioner, and then the mayor ran out of relatives. <laughs> All out? Well, so long, kids. See you later. Now, let's see. I wonder which way the mayor's office well, is. Well, hello there, Fibber. Hello, Molly. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. What are you doing down here? Oh, I've been having an argument with the Power and Light Commissioner. He's blaming me because people aren't using enough electricity. Well, why on earth is he blaming you? On account of I'm a Johnson Wax salesman. Oh. Well, uh, explain yourself, Harlow. As the hook said to the eye on the fat lady's dress, <laughs> I don't get the connection. <laughs> well... 
You see, with housewives learning about the beautiful gleaming polish that Johnson's Wax gives dining room tables, people are getting so they eat more by candlelight. Oh. They love the soft, rich reflections on a Johnson Wax surface. Oh. Well, has the Commissioner of Streets and Alleys West any complaints? No, but the Health Commissioner has. He says he hasn't anything to do in this town because homes are cleaner and more sanitary without the germ-filled dust that's so easily wiped off a Johnson Wax surface. Well, we might as well see this through to a finish, folks. <laughs> How about the park commissioner, Harlow? Oh, he loves me. He, he says with housework so much easier, people have more time to play. Yes, they so. get out more and enjoy his park. Oh. Well, so long, folks. Goodbye, Mr. Simcox. <laughs> this must be the mayor's office right here, dearie. Well, let's go in and get this ticket fixed. I'll show that cop he can't go around pinching public people in prominent places. What? Uh, <laughs> I mean pinching prominent people in public places. Yes. Did you wish to see Mayor Applepuss? Yes, we did, did he? I'm Fibber McGee, sis, an old pal of the mayor's. <laughs> in fact, I'm the guy that gives the idea to the mayor of revising the alphabet in the Whistle Vista grade school. Well, I didn't remember that it had been revised, sir. What was the idea, McGee? Well, it was so the kids would uh, grow up with the idea that letter X always meant a vote for Applepuss. <laughs> so he had all the school books reprinted, so the alphabet would read A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, Applepuss, Y, Z. <laughs> My idea, really. <laughs> what was it you wished to see the mayor about, sir? Well, it's a personal matter, sis. Is your ticket for speeding or parking? Oh, parking? Yes. Hey, how did you know? Well, it's usually one or the other. But I don't think the mayor will see you today. He's terribly busy. Besides, he never uses his influence to fix traffic tickets. Listen, sis. I'm only asking for justice, see? I'm an American citizen, ain't I? I'm entitled to a hearing, ain't I? I... Well, I got him, all right. <laughs> Oh, excuse me a minute. Yes? Oh, Mayor Applepuss? Yes, there's a gentleman to see you, Your Honor. He says his name is Fibber McGee. No, Fibber McGee. <laughs> hey, sis. <laughs> Ask him if he remembers the time me and him glued the stuffed woodpecker to Bud Morris's wooden leg. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Mr. Mayor? Oh, no, sir. Your golf clubs are already out there. Yes. The other gentleman said they would meet you at the ninth hole. Yes, Your Honor. Sorry, sir. The mayor says he'll be in conference all afternoon. What do you mean, in conference? I heard what... Hey, he can't do this to me. I'm his pal. Here I am in trouble and he won't oh, even... come on, dearie. Come on. Okay. Imagine that guy, Molly. Wait till he wants a favor from me. I'll tell well, everybody... What political influence you got, McGee. Well... You haven't enough pull to tear the petals off a date. <laughs> worry. I got plenty of other friends down here. Just because I begin at the top don't mean I can... Ah, there, Oyster Fork. And good day to you, my dear. What are you doing in this pitfall of political piracy? Oh, McGee's got a traffic ticket he's trying to get fixed, Mr. Boomer. Is that so? I know a man who will take care of it for you, paperweight. Hot dog, you do, eh? What did I tell you, Molly? There's always a way when you know the right people. Who is it, Mr. Boomer? A bailiff from the traffic car. Oh. His name is, uh, uh... Well, well, imagine that. Forgotten his name... But I have it on a slip of paper right here someplace. Now, let me see. Bailiff, bailiff, bailiff. Where'd I put that bailiff? Come on, Boomer, hurry up. Don't get in an uproar, upstart. Have it right here someplace. Now, where'd I put that bailiff? Here's a small bottle of rat poison. Know any rats you want poison? <laughs> and, uh, let's see, snapshot of my nephew's little pet goat. Tiny little animal, isn't it? <laughs> sort of a peanut butter, you might say. 
newspaper photo of my brother with a detective. Hmm, must be great friends. They have bracelets exactly alive. <laughs> Note from a friend of mine, a bank examiner, wants me to help him examine a bank some night. <clears throat> Package of stage money, at least I think it's stage money, came across it in the box office of the Bijou Theater. And a check for a short beer. Well, well, imagine that. No bailiff. Wonder what I could have done with it. Must have carelessly placed it in that billfold when I put it back in somebody's overcoat. <laughs> I'll go see if I can find it again. <laughs> Folks, we're very happy this evening to welcome our new tenor, Mr. Jimmy Shields, who will introduce himself to you with Begin the Begin. Jimmy Shields. Maybe my pal, the city clerk, can fix this ticket for me. Now, look, McGee, why don't you ask the elevator man to fix it for you? The elevator man? What could he do about it? Oh, nothing, but he lets you down easier than anybody else. <laughs> you just wait, Mrs. McGee. I ain't begun to use my influence yet. Wait till I... Whoops! I'm so... Oh, hello there, little girl. Hi, mister. <laughs> What's the kid your age doing in the city hall, sis? <laughs> Getting a marriage license? <laughs> Can you get marriage licenses here, can you? <laughs> Why, sure. But you're a little underage, sis, to be considering matrimony. Mm, I bet you I'm not, I bet you. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes. Oh, McGee, stop arguing with the child. Maybe she is old enough. Maybe she's a midget. <laughs> are you, sis? Hmm? I says, are you? I what? A midget. What's a midget? Don't you know what a midget is? No. Oh, sure you do. Mm -mm. What do you call little tiny people who act like great big people? They told you, Sabetha. <laughs> okay, sis, you win, but you didn't tell us what you're doing here. I want a puppy license for my puppy. Oh. Well, a man tell me one, mister. He knows me, you think? Oh, I think you do. <laughs> What's his name? See, yeah, I don't know. I haven't asked him yet. Ask who? The man. Oh. <laughs> I meant the puppy. Hmm? I said, I meant the puppy. What's his name? Margaret. Oh. <laughs> he is cute, too. Oh, he is, eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think the man will see that Margaret gets his license all right. Oh, if I don't get this traffic ticket fixed pretty soon, everybody will be leaving today. Oh, there, McGee. Oh, Hello, yeah. me. Come back to Well, goodness sakes, if it isn't Mr. Gildersleeve. Yeah, oh, well, hi, Gildy. Say, uh, I'd like to speak well, to you. I'm sorry I can't stop. Stop to talk, McGee. Uh, I've just been appointed to judge of the traffic court. I'm, I'm on the the courtroom. Oh, Heavenly Dale. Do you hear that, McGee? <laughs> That's good news, isn't it? <laughs> what did I tell you, Molly? You think I ain't got friends in the right places, eh? <laughs> Our next-door neighbor is a traffic judge. Yeah, yeah that's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, Gildersleeve, old man, old sock. Uh, I got a ticket for parking overtime, see? <laughs> yeah, fix it for me, will you? Well, fix it for you. Why, oh, sure. McGee, do you realize what you're saying? Huh? A judge fixing traffic tickets? What do you mean? It's impossible. Well, uh, look then, Mr. Gildersleeve. Give him the ticket, McGee. Yeah. Here, Gildy. Well, I... Now, uh, wait a minute now. We'll go to court with you, uh -huh. and you call McGee's case first. 
That isn't unethical, is it? Well, no, no, I, I guess it isn't. Oh, I get the idea now. You let your conscience be your guide, Gildersleeve. That's all we ask. And as your next-door neighbors, uh, we know you'll treat us right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, McGee. I see nothing injudicial about that. Come along, folks. Okay. Rise, please. Judge Gildersleeve is entering the court. Rise, please. Uh, Here's the docket, Your Honor. What? Oh, oh, the docket. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The first case, City of Whistle Vista versus Fibber McGee. Is Mr. McGee in the court? Here, Your Honor. McGee, you're charged with illegal parking at 14th and Oak. Guilty or not guilty? What do you mean, guilty or not guilty? I thought you were going to... Guilty or not guilty? Well, I guess I'm guilty, but... Two dollars. <laughs> oh, but, Judge, let me explain. That cop insulted me. He referred to me as Mrs. McGee's father. And besides, I was fully seven feet from that fire plug. This ticket doesn't mention the fire plug, McGee. Oh. That'll be an extra five dollars. Oh. <laughs> but, Mr. Gildersleeve, I mean, uh, Your Honor, uh, we couldn't have been gone as long as the officer said. No. Why, why we even left the motor running. The, the motor running? Well, sure. That's in violation of Ordinance 42. Oh. That'll be another three dollars. But, Dad, granted, I had to leave the motor running. My battery's so dead, it won't even light the headlight. That's right. Oh, no headlights, no. eh? <laughs> Violation of Ordinance 389. $4 and a half. Oh, no. All of all the dirty oh, loads. Oh, dear. What's the total up to now, Your Honor? Uh, just a moment. Uh, first, uh, four hours at $14.50. All right. We're ready to pay. Oh, no, no. Very well. I'll tell you what I'll do, Mr. McGee. I'll suspend the fine and just revoke your husband's driving license for 30 days. <laughs> well, McGee, what do you find so amusing? I got you this time, Gildersleeve. Yes? I ain't got a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> no driver's license, eh? No. <laughs> Violation of Ordinance 442. $25. <laughs> oh, but listen, Judge, I tell you... Shut up and pay us. Okay. Who do I pay? Pay the clerk of the court, McGee. And after this, I hope you have a proper understanding of judicial integrity. <laughs> Next case. <laughs> Your influential friend. Oh, well, that's right. Your political pull. Your power in the city hall. Okay, okay, okay. Don't rub it in. After all, you were primarily responsible. I was. Why, sure. If you hadn't been with me, the cop wouldn't have called me your father. And I wouldn't have got sore. And I wouldn't have got a ticket. Come on, get in the car. Let's go home. Address it, Dadra. Uh-oh. All right, you. Don't you know you're not supposed to park in front of the city hall? Oh, dear. Oh, sorry, officer, but please don't give us a ticket. We've just been in paying for one. Well, all right, then. Drive on, lady. And tell your father he'd better not be giving me any of them dirty looks. What? Her father? Why listen here, you little... Uh... Okay, officer. You're perfectly right. Drive on, daughter. (laughs) 
thank you for listening tonight, folks, and we'd like to take this opportunity to urge all our neighbors out there in greater Wistful Vista to give their support to the annual roll call of the Red Cross. You know, the little white button with the Red Cross on it is a pretty important symbol to all of us. Yes, when you got one of them on your lapel, folks, it shows where your heart is. Good night. Good night, all. Thank <laughs> you.